Go Jackers! What is going on everyone and welcome to Rec Talk. Uh, first, apologies for missing the last live show. Sunday, we'll definitely be doing it this Sunday. But hey, it's Tuesday and you know what that means. It's time for another position breakdown for the 2024 season. And today, we're going to be talking about the defensive line. Now, before we get into that, uh, and realize I'm learning as I go, haven't been doing it this long, but I also want to rate on like a letter grade each position group. I don't think I did that for the last um, two breakdowns we did. So what I want to do is say, hey, last season, what would I rate it? And then what would I rate it for this season? So if you remember, the first position group we did was linebackers. Now, that was the best position group we had on the team last year with uh, Ely and Thomas composing, you know, like 240-something tackles for the team, uh, the most productive position group we had on the team. I would rate the, that position group an A for last season. Uh, and this season, I would probably rate it a B-. minus. There's just some unknowns. I mean, it's unlikely you're going to replace the production you had out of those, uh, even though I think Braylon Oliver, Andre White, and Trenelius Tatum are more than capable uh, of playing their brains out this season, I would have to rate it at a B-. And for the tight end group, I mean, is there <laughs> for last season, I have to rate it an F. Um, it was the worst position group we had on the team last year, and it wasn't even close. Now, this season, you know, it, there's no way I think we could be worse than last year. We do bring in Brett Seether and Jackson Long, uh, and Buster Faulkner will be coaching the tight ends. Um, I would have to rate it a, a C minus, though. Uh, so I think we take a, a big step up, but probably still one of the, um, I would say least productive groups we'll have on the team this year, especially with all the talent we've brought in at tight end and running back. Now, there's a ton to be excited about um, with Georgia Tech football right now. Uh, we just signed another four-star in Troy Stevenson. He's a defensive back um, and also safety uh, Christian Pritchett, who's a three-star, which brings us to on both rivals and uh, 247, we have the 18th ranked recruiting class in the country. And I, and I know that that's not uh, dropping stuff here. That's not super impressive maybe to some of these other teams. But for where Georgia Tech has been the last three years with a total coaching staff change um, and with the class we had last year, um, I think this is – better than I could have imagined us being it this year. I was just kind of hoping to be in the top 30, and we're doing about uh, twice as well as that. Now, will <coughs> excuse me, will it slide probably um, into the 20s? Yeah, probably. But again, this is phenomenal what Brent Key and staff have been able to do up to this point uh, in the season. So let's look at what are we replacing on the defensive line? Now, I, this is a position group I'm not going to go through every person on the roster. There's 19 kids on the roster. And looking at the previous breakdowns I did, I get it. Someone did comment. It seems a little dry, uh, you know, a little boring. I get that. So let's just hit 
you know, the high notes players that are going to be playing, maybe not as much detail. Um, biggest, biggest player we're going to be replacing on the defensive line, obviously Keon White. Keon White played his brains out last year. Um, in previous seasons, this is a kid that came from Old Dominion, a kid that, you know, Alabama, LSU were trying to get, um, was played with injuries up to last season, was able to stay healthy last season, um, he was third in teams in, in, in total tackles, only bef- behind Ely and Thomas last season um, with 54. So we have a ton to replace on defense. Thomas accounted for 118 uh, tackles, Ely 112, Keon White 54. That's 284 tackles uh, to replace on defense. Obviously, he goes um, – number 46 overall in the second round of the New England Patriots, and I can't wait to see what he's able to do in the NFL. Now, if you don't count um, Jameer Gibbs, uh, he was the only player to be drafted. Uh, you know, Thomas, and I, I can't remember if Ely found his way on a team, but I think Thomas found his way to a team. Um, EJ Jenkins, I think, is with the Giants or Jets, one of the New York teams, but he was the only only one. Um, to be drafted in uh, in last year's draft. Now, we also lose, and this really irritates me, and this is why we have some payback to give Ole Miss this year. Uh, people are going to say, oh, this is sour grapes. You're just complaining. I, this was 100% tampering with this kid, uh, Aquilo Stone. He won an accolade as like the best defensive lineman in the spring game. A kid that didn't see much playing time at all up to last season. Um, so I imagine through proxy, uh, Ole Miss had someone reach out to this kid, offer him an NIL deal. You know, saw that he was on the up and up, uh, and now he's going to Ole Miss. Uh, he accounted for 12 tackles and a sack last season. Um, so that those two definitely hurt. Um, but we'll look at who we're bringing in. I think we might, you know, be okay. Obviously you can't replace Keon White. Um, TK Chemedza, I'm assuming he graduated. He's not listed on the 2024 roster. He accounted for six total tackles last year. And then I don't know if you guys remember, uh, Christian Burkhaler. I think that's how you say his name. I'm having trouble reading my own writing. It's early in the morning. Uh, before work, I'm trying to get this done. He's a kid that transferred from UCLA, um, came in with three years of eligibility. I didn't see any stats for him. Um, on his Twitter, he's listed as a um, tight end and outside linebacker, so I don't really know what happened with the kid. I don't know if he transfer portaled out, if he's even still on the team, but he's not listed on the 2024 roster. Not much to say about that. Greg Carroll did um, hit the transfer portal. He ended up at Liberty. He's a defensive end. I didn't see any stats for him either. And I'm not dogging any of these kids, but as far as replacing production, you know, didn't see any stats for him. Uh, K.J. Miles um, transferred to Temple. Both of these kids were three stars, Carroll out of Tennessee and then uh, K.J. Miles out of New Jersey. Um Daniel Carson, uh, three-star from Missouri, uh, transfers to Texas. And then Jalen McDonald. Um, I, I couldn't really figure with him either. He's not listed on the 2024 roster. When I look on his Twitter, 
he's tweeting a bunch of Furman stuff, so I don't know if he's transferred to Furman in South Carolina. Um, didn't see anything. On 247, he's still listed um, as being at Tech, though, again, he's not on the 2024 roster. So, you know, are losing a good bit as far as number. There's eight kids that have either graduated, uh, been drafted, or um, have hit the portal. Now, who's coming in? Big one. Big one is Marco Coleman. So Marco Coleman comes in in 2019 with Brent Key um, in the first year under Jeff Collins. Um, so and I, I know I dog Collins a lot, and I think it's warranted, but I think he was able to get some really good people on staff with him. Um, like I said, comes in in 2019 with Key. He leaves after the 2019 season. Um, now, he was able to increase the production at defensive line in 2021, though, took a step back, ends up leaving along with Tashar Choice. Tashar Choice goes to Texas. Marco Coleman goes to Michigan State for a single season. Um, now, there's a From the Rumble Seat article that has a coaching profile on him, which is where I'm getting uh, some of this information. Um it looks like Michigan State, though, took a step back, though they were played with injury on the defensive line. But he did hit some big-name recruits for them in the single year he was there. Comes back this year, which makes you think how horrible – or I won't even say how horrible, but how much he must have disagreed with Collins's coaching philosophy. Comes back this year, um, seems like Tech is the place that he wants to be. And uh, obviously, he's a Georgia Tech great. Uh, this is a guy that was on the 1990 national title team, played for two years at Tech. Um, so in the previous profiles, we talked about national title rings. So let's just recap that real quick. Uh, quick. Uh, obviously, I did the two um, videos on Brent Key. Brent Key has two national title rings with Alabama. Kevin Scher, co-defensive co coordinator and linebacker coach, also has two national title rings with Alabama. Uh, we talked about tight ends. That's coached by Buster Faulkner now. Has two national title rings with UGA and Marco Coleman with a national title ring. And the sweetest one with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, which brings it to seven. That's seven national title rings um, on staff. And we've only been through, uh, this is the third <laughs> video of these, so... Uh, also had a very successful NFL career. He was picked uh, 12th overall in the 1992 draft, and uh, he had 520 total tackles, 65 and a half sacks, and 18 forced fumbles in the NFL. So this is a guy that knows uh, the defensive line group, a guy that played um, – at the heights of this position group had a, I mean, and that, that like, that's the thing when you can show a kid, um, Hey, here's my national title ring with Georgia tech. And I had 65 and a half sacks in NFL. Uh, I think we're in fantastic hands, uh, with Marco Coleman. I think one of my Friday videos will also be probably after I do all the position group videos, like ranking the, um, or rating the coaches on like a letter grade. But, uh, Man, huge to have Marco Coleman back on staff. I mean, he like look at what he's already doing. We've signed a, one of the four stars we have in this class, um, C.J. Jackson. Um, you know, 
I think the highest rated recruit we have on the board right now. Um, like, dude is already uh, doing work. So, um, player wise, who do we have coming in? Um, biggest name: Edenosa Ruben, nickname ET, coming in from Clemson. Um, has two years of eligibility left. Um, he's six foot three, two hundred ninety-five pounds. Redshirt junior. Uh, wearing number six. Now, this is a kid that's really, um, I guess, a hybrid defensive tackle, defensive end player, which is going to work out nicely for us. We'll talk about later on in the video. Probably our weakest, w one of our biggest weaknesses on this team is at defensive tackle um, after Collins leaves uh, and Thacker is able to really uh, run the defense how he wants to. We switch into a 4-3 scheme, so now we have four defensive linemen, um, and that seemed to work out way uh, way better for us. So I imagine this is a guy that's obviously going to start, um, and I think that he's going to play both defensive end and defensive tackle, depending on where we need him. I imagine we're going to have to deal with players being banged up uh, and injury, so he'll switch between defensive tackle and defensive end even if we don't have you know any injury issues I'm, that'll still be the case now he played in 30 games at Clemson um let's see he he played from 2019 to 2022 had uh, three and a half tackles for loss two and a half sacks pass breakup block field golden 318 snaps there um as a recruit, he was the he was a three-star number thirty-one defensive end prospect, and as a transfer, uh, he's also a three-star number thirty-two. Um, this is a kid that we really need to come in um, and have a big year for us in the way that Keon White did. Is this the guy that can really fill the shoes uh, of a Keon White? Uh, it, we can't have you know a scenario with him like we did with Antonius Clayton, like Antonius Clayton, one of the few five star that five stars that have ever <laughs> played at tech. Um, and I don't know what happened with him. Um, you know, he transferred him from Florida and just, I, I don't know if he took more than 20 snaps in his entire, in, entire time at tech. I doubt that's going to happen, especially with Marco Coleman and Brent key at the helm. I imagine this kid is going to have a really good uh, year for us. Uh, now, we also bring in Eddie Kelly uh, from the University of South Florida. Uh, another big kid, six foot four, 274 pounds. He's a sophomore wearing number 97 uh, from Orlando, Florida. He will have three years of eligibility left. Uh, played in 11 games as a true freshman, had 19 total tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, and. Um, a fumble recovery. Now, as a recruit, he was a three-star 85, number 137 defensive lineman um, in the nation. Um, didn't see him rated on 247 as a transfer. Now, this is a kid that looks like, uh, you know, physically has everything you need to play, um, you know, uh, well at Tech. Um you know, has has some speed. Another kid that looks like he could play both defensive tackle and defensive end, um, depending on what Georgia Tech needs. Uh, now, on the recruiting side, we bring in three players with, you know, just how many 
people we have on rosters at defensive linemen. I think two of them will probably redshirt, and because of the weakness we have at defensive tackle, uh, really in size, uh, I think one of them will, will be rotated in. So uh, we have Shamik Jones, uh, big kid, six foot five, two hundred fifty five pound, three star. Uh, I don't. He wasn't the highest rated recruit. He was one of the highest rated recruits in the twenty twenty two class out of Camden, South Carolina, number seventy six defensive lineman in the country. A kid we flipped from App State. Um, another kid that is kind of this hybrid defensive end, uh, not defensive end, defensive tackle, but really defensive end uh, linebacker hybrid. Um, like I said, I imagine that uh, this is a kid that's going to take a red shirt this year. Um, not the case though with Bryson Dixon, six foot three, one of the two kids we had out of Leroy, Alabama, uh, 330 pounds, three star 85, uh, number 158 defensive lineman in the, in the country. This is a kid I really, because, you know, we're undersized at, um, defensive tackle. In fact, he would be one of only two kids, um, at defensive tackle that are, 300 plus pounds along with Zeke Biggers. I think this kid is going to, is going to get rotated in. Um, and it would really be nice to see him, um, have a nice season as a, as a true freshman. Uh, last kid out of that recruiting class, uh, Malcolm Pugh, the other kid out of Leroy, Alabama, six foot four, 215 pounds, probably the lightest kid at defensive lineman right now. He was a three star 86, <clears throat> excuse me, Number 120th defensive lineman in the country. Like I said, I imagine him and Shamik Jones will be redshirted um, for this season. Now, kids that uh, – well, let me just say it this way. How I think this is going to fall out. So, I think in conjunction with E.T. at Anusa Rubin um, – and I'm probably going to butcher this name, uh, Sylvain Yonjuan, uh, number 32, is going to start and and swap in and out um, with Edenuza Rubin at defensive end. Um, he was a reserve behind Keon White last year, six foot four, 257-pound senior. Uh, this is a kid from Belgium, and... You know, Tech has always done well with, like, these European players. Um, uh, Adam Godsis was another kid that played defensive line for us. I think he was from Australia. Ends up getting drafted in the second round uh, years ago by the Broncos and had a pretty good NFL career. I don't even think he had really played football until he was, like, 16 years old. Um, so... Yonduin sounds like, you know, he could be one of those type players. Last year uh, accounted for 23 total tackles, five tackles for a loss, and two and a half sacks. He was a three-star out of high school. Um, this is one of the kids I really look to take a big step up uh, and, have, and have a really good year this season. Now, on the other side at defensive end, I believe Kyle Kennard is going to start. Uh, he started last year. Uh, he's you know, tall kid, six foot five, 240 pounds. He's an Atlanta kid, uh, played at Riverwood High School. Um, and he was um, behind Keon White in tackles last year with 35 total tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, and two sacks. Um, I, I don't know if more so than anyone, but I think this is a kid that, 
Um, if he takes a big step up, we're gonna we're gonna be okay. We're gonna have to have really good um, production out of our defensive ends um, to get pressure on the quarterback this year. Now, from the rumble seat has um, like five breakout players, like a little series of articles they're doing. Andre White was one of them. We've already uh, mentioned. Uh, another one is defensive tackle Daquan Dows, um, six foot two, two hundred eighty-two pound kid from Savannah, uh, had 26 total tackles last year, five and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. Um, second, you know, second in production and tackle wise on the defensive line. He was a three star number 98 defensive end. Um, and in that article, uh, they talked about him really improving in the second half of the season. Once we, you know, we moved like, because he's undersized as a tackle, you know, playing him at nose guard uh, he didn't do well at but having him you know outside the center playing with another tackle and a four defensive line front uh, he did much better particularly um, Virginia Tech and North Carolina uh, yeah, he was pretty pivotal in those wins and uh, him along with Zeke Biggers on the defensive line we really need um, to be stout and it's not like you don't have to have you know, a ton of tackles or, or a bunch of sacks, but can you just plug up the line there and force things outside where Tatum, White, or Oliver can, can clean it up, you know, and we can prevent some big plays there. Um, and, and I like what Nick Saban said a while ago. Uh, in a press conference, he was asked, like, well, you, know, you didn't get a bunch of sacks uh, this game or in the past few games you haven't really gotten, you know, to the quarterback that much. Just, but if you're hurrying the cornerback, if he can't go through his progression, if he only has, you know, two, three seconds to throw the ball, even if he's getting it off, that's affecting the quarterback and that's limiting what the offense can do. Especially like you look at, that was a big thing with North Carolina last year. Now we did, I, I think Keon White alone had three sacks in that game, but hurrying the quarterback is, is affecting the quarterback. Um, Daquan Dowles, I think, this defensive line really rests on his shoulders. If we can get the production out of him, plugging up the middle of the front, um, I think we're going to have a good year uh, on defense. Uh, now, s probably starting at the other tackle is Makia Scott, six foot four, two hundred ninety-five pound kid out of Gainesville, Georgia. He's a redshirt junior. Um, Gainesville, um, kind of another football factory in Georgia. This is where. Um, the Sims kid that played at Alabama at quarterback, um, Deshaun, uh, God, why can't I remember his name? Kid that played at Clemson. Uh, sorry, it's it's early in the morning. Um, ended up winning a national title with them. Uh, came out of there. Anyways, accounted for 22 tackles last season, two and a half tackles for loss, one and a half sacks. Three-star, 88, number 45 defensive tackle in his class. Um, yeah, I mean, an, an, another kid that if we can – if him along with Daquan Dallas can just plug up the middle of the field uh, and, and force the ball, you know, into uh, White, Oliver, Tatum's hands, you know, we're, we're going to be okay. Now, probably being rotated in, and he would probably start otherwise, I think, you know, with his size, there might be some conditioning, you know, 
you just it he would play better being rotated in as Zick Biggers, big kid, six foot six, three hundred and forty one pounds from Salisbury, North Carolina. He's a junior. Um the biggest kid on this offensive line, um, counted for thirty two tackles, one tackle for loss last year. He was a three star coming out of high school. This is the kid I'm probably the most interested in this year. Uh, I think Zick Biggers has the potential um, to really step up and affect uh, an offense this season. Um, Look out for this kid, number 88, uh, Zeke Biggers. Now, others that I think will be rotated in with regularity, I already talked about the recruit. Um, at defensive end, Noah Collins, six foot five, two hundred forty-three pound sophomore, number forty-three. Um, defensive tackle Jason Moore, uh, who's six foot two, two hundred ninety-one pounds, redshirt freshman. Hopefully, we can get a little bit more weight on him. He's young, but I think Marco coming with him can make him an effective reserve player. Um, he's number ninety-five. Number twenty-seven defensive end Josh Robinson played last year. Um, Along with Zeke Biggers, the tallest kid, uh, six foot six, two hundred fifty nine pound sophomore. So, I guess in conclusion, um, what's going on with the defensive line? Well, I, like we talked about earlier, I look for um, Zeke Biggers and Daquan Dallas to really step up and um, take charge of the interior defensive line. Um, we need Edenuza Rubin as a transfer to come in um, and be very productive, probably playing that hybrid defensive tackle, defensive end role. Uh, Jan June at defensive end in conjunction with Rubin, um, you know, really need them to step up and affect the quarterback along with uh, Micaiah Scott at the end. Um, if all of these kids, you know, if, if Coleman can get all of these kids really playing at their potential, where you can't just double team one of them, or it's going to open up another, uh, you know, someone on the end. If you double team one, it it opens up the tackle. Um, we could we could have a good year on defense. I think that if just half of these kids take major steps up, that is what will be required to have a six win or more season. If we really struggle here and these kids don't develop like we would like them to, I think it's going to be very difficult uh, to make a bowl next year and um, achieve that same level of success we on defense we had last year. Now, on the starting front, um, I think Daquan Dowles and Micaiah Scott are going to – I misspoke earlier, Micaiah Scott not at defensive end – um, but those two kids will start at defensive tackle. Zeke Biggers um, will rotate in with Jason Moore. Uh, Jan June and E.T. Um, will, will rotate in. Um, I, you can almost say as co-starters at defensive end. And uh, let me look back through here. Kyle Kennard starting at the other defensive end. Um, with the kid from South Florida rotating in and Jason Moore rotating in on both sides of the defensive ends. Now, like I said, I think the defensive tackle is probably the weakest spot on this front. We're just undersized there. So hopefully we can use some speed uh, to our advantage there. Um, we're getting pressure on the quarterback out of the interior. So let's rate um, 
let's rate this group. Last year, um, you know, we had one of the best defensive linemen we've had in some time with Keon White, you know, was third in team in tackles. I would rate us a C. Uh, you know, we had, um, you know, like I said, a lot of production out of Keon, but just looking at it as a whole and with the talent that we have, we had last year there, I would probably rate us a C. This year, uh, with bringing in Edinoza Roman and uh, Eddie Kelly out of South Florida and bringing Coleman back on staff, able to develop those kids and the kids we already have uh, on the roster, I would probably rate us at a B minus. So not a full letter grade up, but almost. And I think we would have to play at that B minus level or better um, if we want to have a shot at making a bowl or better. So... Tell me what you guys think, um, you know, in the comments. What do you think or what are your expectations of the defensive line? Also, if you're not a member of the channel, that comes with some benefits. There's going to be some members-only content coming up in the future. You also get to recommend a video. You get special emojis in the live chat. Excuse me. If you want to donate to the channel, obviously, um, you know, I've invested a ton of money into the channel. We're doing a lot of cool things. There's a PayPal link and a Cash App link in the description. Thank you, everyone who has uh, donated. And uh, y'all have a great rest of the day. Go Jackets and to hell with Georgia.